0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlay to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, December 5th, currently 11.09 on the East Coast, here to get into a new week of NBA basketball betting. And joining me to break down the Monday card, you guys know him as a superstar of the show. It's the villain, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, my man?
1: Oh, man, I have no idea where to start. I mean, we could start where, you know, I was right. And I said that the Boston Celtics were going to lose one of the two games versus the Miami Heat. (laughs) But it just took me having to actually back Boston for it to happen. So uh, you're welcome. Miami Heat backers, uh, Boston backers, double birds um <laughs> i i don't know what to say like no but i'm not getting on boston day boston's still a really good team uh what else can we we can talk about how the cabs still suck on the road we can talk about jose alvarado having probably one of the more what was more random jose alvarado dropping 38 off the bench or when um freaking who was it that had 50 for the grizzlies freaking uh so know, was, it, was,
0: huh? it was it was it Brooks? Was it
1: Desmond? Wait, are you talking about this season? No, 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 not not this season. It was uh uh on. It was a while ago. Who was it that had a random fifty for the freaking uh Grizzlies? The uh, oh, name that comes to mind is Desmond Bain or no no no. It was way back. Who was it that had a random fifty? I can't. Why can I not remember this right now? Hold on. Uh, who was it that had that random fifty point game for the Grizzlies? It was
0: freaking I uh. That. Um, let's see oh my, here. Oh, fuck. oh my gosh, gosh, that's not giving it to me. are uh, you look
1: that up and then I'll get into some of the action oh, no, no, it's, the- this is about to really make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, who ja- was it? I mean,
0: jaw is obvious. No, it's not, ja, that's two, it's
1: way back, it's way back. It was oh. freaking, um, ah, somebody tell me, somebody tell me, somebody tell me, who was it? I know Corey uh, Brewer's had one. Yes, Corey freaking Brewer. Corey yeah. freaking Brewer. What was more random? Jose Alvarado dropping 38 last night, or Corey Brewer just freaking coming out of nowhere, dropping 50. Like it's always random some year. That just proves how good the NBA is. Because some some random person has a crazy game and everybody's like, where is this coming from? And then we all remember, oh man, they're NBA players. Yeah, it's freaking it's Corey, Corey Brewer. Brewer. Yeah, Corey Brewer had freaking 50
0: for Memphis one year. Like, that was ridiculous. Corey Brewer was a savior for the Rockets when they played the Clippers in that series when they were down 3-1. It was him, Josh Smith, and... uh, God, who else was? Yeah, look at Ski, look at Ski in the comp. Put some respect on Corey Brewer's <laughs> name. <laughs> Put some respect on
1: Corey Brewer. man. got Corey Brewer. Hey, now, now that's a look, That's got to be a segment. Just thinking of the random crazy games that just random
0: stars have given us. Yeah, I'll look, I, I was on CJ McCollum yesterday. I think because I knew like the Denver Nuggets are struggling to guard the point guard position, so I took CJ McCollum yesterday on his points prop. Um, but, so it was your fault. it's your yeah, fault. Yeah, it's then my fault. We got fault a random 38. Yeah. <laughs> Moon off CJ McCollum, and
1: we get a random 30 piece game <laughs> from freaking. Oh, damn. Croatia just scored.
0: Yeah, Croatia just leveled it. I had the uh, under in this game. It's not looking good. Um, yeah, he went 38 points last night. He was, let's see. <laughs> and then he went to the Lakers and sucked. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's 8 about of 11. Right. 8 of 11 for three. 12 of 19 from the floor. 38 points for. I was about to say Corey, Corey Bruber, Jose Alvarado last night. He also got a 55 piece from AD yesterday. Um, Look, when this guy's on the floor, we know he's one of the bet, best ones in the league, uh, Terrell, but you think the Lakers have turned a corner here or is it just they're playing, I guess, not great quality opponents right now? I mean, I think it's, it's a possible to be a little bit of both. I really do think it's possible to be a little bit of both,
1: but going on the road and beating Milwaukee, like that's pretty, that, like That's a, that's a really good quality win. And I mean, hey, it looks like they're, like, it's so easy to say. And that's why I hate handicapping the Lakers or talking about the Lakers because it's so easy to say. But, like, dog, they're just hitting their shots. Yep. Like, we knew the beginning of the season had to regress back to the mean at some point in the fact that the Lakers were shooting the ball so terribly. They There was no way they could possibly continue the entire season shooting the ball that bad. Now they just got back to shooting the ball pretty decently and they're winning games, like. I don't know. As long as AD's healthy, I think that this team can be all right. But you know, as soon AD does something like this, and then next game is hurt, so we'll see.
0: Ski S- S- said, no more A Disney bubble ad is back. <laughs> hey,
1: uh, uh, does that mean does that mean that the Nets are about to get Bubble TJ Warren back? Because if they do, I'm gonna go ahead and hold on to this next championship ticket.
0: Yeah, you got to sell it that.
1: and collect. I was gonna sell it to collect the profit, but if you telling me I'm getting bubble TJ Warren back, then I might hold on
0: to this ticket now. <laughs> uh anything else from the weekend ski that we need to touch on before we get into the Monday games? I think that was uh I think that was everything. All right. Um yeah, let's just get into the card here. We got eight games on the schedule here tonight. Uh let's kick it off with the Los Angeles Clippers. They head to Charlotte to take on the Hornets. 7 p.m. Eastern start. Uh, this line opened up. Um, look at the number right here. Minus three in favor of the LA Clippers. That number has been bet up to minus four. Uh, total opened up at 216 and a half. That number is currently over at 217 over on win bet. Looking at the injury report, there were some rumblings that, <clears throat> excuse me, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard were gonna return on Saturday. But they did get ruled out officially on the injury report. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Luke Kennard are all questionable here tonight Mm -hmm. for the L.A. Clippers. Uh, Norman Powell is going to be out for this game. And then for the Hornets, the usual guys are out. Uh, LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, Cody Martin, Dennis Smith Jr. are all out for the uh, Hornets here tonight. Uh, Let's start with the spread here, Terrell. We got minus four currently over on win bet in favor of the Clippers visiting the charlotte hornets what do you think about this game uh
1: so charlotte sneakily has been a lot better in the past five games three and one straight up they've won a couple of games covered the spread uh i i just have a hard i still have a hard time getting behind this clippers team yeah and i just don't think that they're really good and the issue with them is not the name talent or what they've had. They've always had the talent and all that, but we say this every single time is who is going to be actually suiting up for them. Like is Brandon Boston going to be getting majority of the minutes this game? Yeah. Like, are we going to see Jason Preston, the Ohio standout come out and have a bunch of minutes in this game? Like, who is it that's actually playing? Because they just constantly have different injury issues. And it seems like as a team, they're perfectly fine with that. That's why we was on the under on their win total. It seems like as a team, they're perfectly fine with not having all of their pieces there and just trying to figure out the season. Right now, seven and eight as a favorite this season on the road, cross country in Charlotte. I, I don't know if I'm really ready to back that. And while this Charlotte team, for the most part, has been injured in their own right and been very disappointing, this Clippers team is a little, like, they they look the same defensively. The Clippers have actually been worse in the past five games in terms of points per game, in terms of field goal percentage, in terms of three-point percentage. Like, that's the one thing that we said that the Clippers were good at was defense, and they're not even good at that right now. So mm-hmm. it, I just don't see any type of way of me feeling confident taking the Clippers in this spot. I'll back the Charlotte Hornets, and I'll say the Clippers get it done, but they get it done in a one-two possession game that they got to claw back from. I think Charlotte gets out early at home.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those games where if you do want to bet the Clippers, you probably want to do it early just in case one of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard are ruled in. Um, But again, this Charlotte team, look, they lost to the B squad of – you could probably say C squad of the Milwaukee Bucks the other night where – Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys were sitting out, and I think that was a spot for them to really come out and get that victory, but they didn't. And, and you know, they, they've been playing better basketball, but I, I feel like this might be a game where the Clippers – and it's the start of a road trip for them as well. It's a four-game road trip on the East mm-hmm. Coast. Uh, they are in Charlottetown, like we mentioned, and they go down to Florida to take on Orlando and then Miami and then finish up their road trip against Washington – before heading home to take on Boston and Minnesota and Phoenix. So I, I think you probably want to get this road trip started off in the right direction here for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. They've given up 125 and 123 of their last two games. So they need to make a better effort on the defensive side of the basketball. Um, I'm going to go with the Clippers here. I'll lay the points here. I think one of Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, if not both should be in this game here tonight. So I'll kind of want to beat the number. So I'll, I'll, I'll lean with a minus four here. Uh, total here, Terrell. We're seeing two seventeen. Any thoughts on that here for this game?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and um, in turn two seventeen. I, th- I think we got to just keep. I think we got to keep going under. I think we okay. got to keep going on there, even though the Clippers have been a little bit bad defensively. I just have some, I think that they'll be able to lock in for the Hornets. I think they'll be able to lock in, but I also don't trust them offensively to be able to get going at all. And I, I just don't feel comfortable taking the Clippers in an over, just not knowing what offense I'm going to get from that team any given night. I'm going to go ahead back and under. If I had to make a play, I'm probably not going to play the total if I'm not playing that Clippers team total again. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the play I'm really interested in is I'm I'm gonna do it if he's playing in this game I'm gonna do it I'm gonna back PJ Washington because no way you come back from 0 for 13 from the field <laughs> like 0 for 13 is really really bad there there's no way you don't come back with a vengeance Clippers giving up uh, 22.4 points to the power forward position. Yeah, I I think PJ Washington is gonna come in here and he's gonna be because that's really the reason that they lost. Like, I'm not gonna say he's the sole reason they lost that game in Milwaukee, but yep. 0 for 13 doesn't help anybody. It right. doesn't help anybody. You had the volume, you didn't even make one. So I think this is a really good bounce back spot for PJ Washington, who's quietly been having a really good season.
0: Yeah, he's had to right. I mean, they they didn't get Miles Bridges back in. Uh, not only the contract situation, but stuff he's dealing with off the uh, off the court. Uh, and then the injuries that they've just dealt with, right? Lamelo Ball being out and and uh, Gordon Hayward being out, so really hasn't had much of a choice but to step up for this team right now. I'm currently seeing his points prop at fifteen and a half, uh, and his three point shots made here tonight. It's at minus. It's at uh, one and a half at minus one fifty five. A little bit of vig on there, but I you know if you want to buy that up to two and a half. Uh, cuz he should have a bounce back game here tonight uh for Yeah, I think Hornets. I think he's going to at least
1: he's going to at least hit that points prop. I'm probably going to be playing at 15 and a half really soon.
0: Yeah. Uh anything else for this game Tro? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Uh the next game on the board it's going to be let's go to Orlando where the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be taking on the Orlando Magic. Uh this line opened up uh, Milwaukee minus eight and a half. That number has been bent up to minus nine and a half. Uh, currently seeing the total open up at 225 and a half. Um, that number has pretty much stayed the course at 225 and a half. Starting to see some 226s pop up. Uh, looking at the injury report for this game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Grayson Allen is questionable here tonight. Uh, Serge Ibaka is out tonight. Uh, Brooke Lopez is officially listed as questionable. And Chris Middleton is probable and drew holiday and Giannis will be playing in this game against the Orlando magic for the Orlando magic. Mo Bamba is questionable here tonight. Wendell Carter, Gary Harris, Chumo KK and Jalen Suggs are all out tonight for the Orlando magic. So this might just seem be like a game where Milwaukee just comes in, takes care of business early. And, and this turns into a blowout, but what are you thinking about this game? where the Bucs are laying nine and a half against the Orlando Magic on the road here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know it was his first game back and they took an L to the Lakers, but we still remember that when their big three plays, Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton, they win a lot of games. And not only do they win a lot of games, they win games by margin. And so I think this is another spot where it's just this Orlando Magic team is like, rolling like they're 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 not bad i mean that's what i'm trying to say they're they're bad like they're not playing well right now yeah and you have this bucks team where coming off of uh a win got everybody some rest you still was able to get a win in charlotte you're continuing a road trip down to orlando i think this is just a spot where the bucks flex their muscles and they go out there they handle business early and they I know they've been bad towards the first half recently, and I'm probably not going to play them in that first half number just because of that right now. I just want to see them turn the trend around a little bit and get back to playing really good early bucks basketball that we've known them to play. But I I can't fake this bucks team with all three of them in the starting lineup against this magic team and whatever they're getting mobile. my birthday today. So, you know, by law, I have to play it, but, uh, is a lot of concerns for me in Orlando. It just seems like it's a couple of – they got the talent and the pieces. They're just not putting it together yet.
0: Yeah, Orlando has lost 10 out of their last 11 games. The lone victory was a one-point victory over the Chicago Bulls way back on November 18th. Uh, and they've only covered three out of their last uh, 11 games uh, as underdogs. Uh, that has been against the Brooklyn Nets where they lost by seven. Lost mm-hmm. by one to the Indiana Pacers, and then, like I mentioned, where they did get the outright victory against the Chicago Bulls. So, yeah, I mean, I don't like laying big points here on the road, but I think in this spot, like you mentioned, when all three guys, the big three, are in for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, they they win games, and I think this is say a big brother, little brother situation where Giannis and those guys would probably just come out and flex their muscles. Uh, if it is a close game at the half, I just expect mm-hmm. Milwaukee to, to pull away in the second half. Uh, of this game uh so i'll lay the minus nine and a half uh total terrell is at 225 and a half over on win bed you have any thoughts on the total here uh
1: yeah i don't i really hate backing the total of large favorites but Mm -hmm. uh this just feels like the spot where where milwaukee just has the matchup and they're able to explode and get a lot of easy points charlotte last five games Really, really bad guarding the painted area. Not Charlotte, but Orlando. Really, really bad guarding the painted area. They are tied for last place with the Lakers and Phoenix for uh, just throwing that into context. 58.8 points inside the paint per game oh. in the last five games. And you think of what this Bucks team is. Yeah, they like to utilize the three, but they have a lot of people that can get the ball inside. Bobby Portis, get the ball inside. Giannis, get the ball inside. Uh, Brooke Lopez, they're inside. Drew Holiday, slashing the rim, get the ball inside. I think that they can get a lot a lot of easy buckets here, and that's what grows this lead and kind of just makes this one – blows this one out the water. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and um, – <laughs> I like I like the Bucks team total over. I think they can yeah. score a lot of points rather easily, and hopefully it's
0: not too too much of a blowout where they call the dogs off. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned there, with the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns, fifty eight point eight points they're allowing inside the paint, so it just seems like I, I love that play on the over for their team total. Maybe maybe a Giannis rebounding prop here tonight as well. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to see what Giannis has done against the Magic uh, over the last couple seasons here, uh, rebounding wise he it's not I mean the numbers aren't popping off the page he did have a 20 rebound game uh going back to the 2019 season where he did have 13 14 15 but uh mm-hmm. as of late he's like you said I think it's just been blowouts where he hasn't been able to you know pile up the stats in those games and if you kind of just look at it, he's been playing 31 30 24 30 32 minutes in those mm-hmm. games against Orlando magic so yeah love it um anything else for this game tro no no I'm good let's go All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be – let's go over to – let's go up north to Toronto where they welcome the red-hot Boston Celtics to town. Um, Let's currently seeing this line opened up at minus one in favor of the Boston Celtics. That line has now flipped to Toronto being favored by a point here on their home floor. Total open up at 227. That number has been bet up about half a point to 227 and a half. Um, looking at the injury report for both of these teams. Um, for the Boston Celtics, not yet once submitted. They did have a game yesterday against the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I believe Marcus Smart is going to miss this game for the Boston Celtics. That's and big. then, yeah, for the Toronto Raptors, Precious Achua, it's the only significant name that is going to be out for this game. Also, Otto Porter Jr. As he continues to deal with that left foot injury for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Terrell, I already know where you're going with this game. Yeah, I was
1: about to say, you might as well just go first.
0: Yeah, I think this might be a spot where – I think this might be the trap line of the day. And I think that – I think this might be a spot for where you want to back Toronto here. Um, you know, Boston has played – They've, they, they've, I want to say they've played a lot of games over the past. I know they had that Miami mini series where they played. I think it was, yeah, no, they didn't play back to back nights, but I mean, they've played, this is going to be their fourth game, and I believe in five nights or six nights for the uh, Boston Celtics. So you may see maybe Jalen Brown sitting out for this game. Marcus Smart is going to miss this game as well. Toronto, I think this is a good spot for them. I'll take Toronto minus one here. Again, people may or the public may just look at the record of the Boston Celtics. and say, Hey, this team is number one in the East. Why are they a underdog here? But I think this might be the trap line of the day. So I'll go contrarian here. I'll go with the Toronto Raptors minus one. Uh, Everybody's healthy for this Toronto Raptors team. Scotty Barnes is back. Pascal Siakam is back. Hopefully Fred Van Vliet can start shooting the ball a little bit better than he has been. Uh, OG Ananobi has been good for them as well. Um, so I'll go with the Toronto here. Uh, Terrell, uh, do you have any thoughts on the Toronto team here for tonight against uh, Boston?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a number of things that really went into this one. Uh, and it's more of the fact of, well, this line is short because Celtics played yesterday. They um, beat the Nets 103 yeah. to 92 and. I'm not gonna lie, I really did think the Nets had that one. <laughs> I did, but uh yeah, Boston still gets it done. And I get it. Like, I get why a lot of people ski say he's done fading Celtics. Like, I get why a lot of people don't want to, you know, this is the best team in the league. Like, don't let my disgust of them fool you. This is the best team in the league right now. Yeah. And however, if you're saying that Marcus Smart is potentially not playing in this one, that's just something that another thing that goes towards them. I really again, I'm backing Toronto at home games all season like this hasn't this hasn't been gone bad for me yet and i'm gonna keep doing it i'm back in toronto in their home games this season because i don't think people realize like the impact of not seeing having a team in your location of where you're from and not seeing them play basketball for two to three years yeah like yeah so no i'm back i'm still back in toronto at home i think that pascal siakam is the key to the game and pascal siakam has to take advantage of the matchup that and the issues that the Celtics have against very athletic centers. Like, they have to be able to get in, inside the paint and Pascal just go to work. He had 40 and 13, I want to say, last time he played the Celtics team. And I think that he can – I'm not going to sit here and say he has 40, but I, I think that they have – he has it in him to have a really good game, probably a thirty plus, maybe a bunch of rebounds. This is a Pascal Siakam game. It feels like it's at home. You get the Celtics coming to town, number one team in the East. You want to prove you're still that really, really good team that can go out there and battle against them. So, uh, yeah, I'm um, Mitch Armstrong dropping some good stats about Toronto at home. ATS eight and three ATS at home, nine and two straight up. So brown had 40 minutes yesterday tatum had 36 to uh yesterday so yeah very very good stats appreciate that mitch i'm i'm still back in toronto in this spot i think this is a really good spot for toronto if boston gets it done i mean more power to them but it just seems like the spot is there the situation is there and the matchup is there because i do really think that they can get points on the inside going up against
0: uh al horford so yeah i'll go ahead and back toronto here i feel good about that one yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I think it's going to be a Pascal Siakam game. Like you mentioned, he did have a 40-piece in his last game. That game went into overtime where I think Toronto did get that victory. Yeah, 115-112. Um, and again, back-to-back situations. Again, Boston has been good in those situations. They are 3-1 and one against the spread. They're 3-0-1 oh, mm-hmm. towards the over in those back-to-back situations as well. But what you're mentioning about Toronto at home and what Mitch mentioned, mentioned as well, eight three against the spread. At home so far this season, where overall they're 13 and 10 against the Spurs. That kind of tells you they're taking care of business at home so yeah. far and this you,
1: season. And you think of, and look at it. I mean, yeah, Jason Tatum had a lot of minutes. Yeah, Jalen Brown had a lot of minutes. Those, those guys are young. They can back up. Are we really backing Al Horford? <laughs> Al Horford <laughs> in the back to back? Like, I think I really do. I think that's going to be probably one of my better plays is to just take Pascal Siakam points and ladder them up because I think he can really, really have a really good day today.
0: Yeah, uh let me pull up his player props here for this game. Um, let's see. So Pascal Siakam's points currently are sitting at twenty-three and a half, a little bit of VIG on the over at minus one twenty-five, and then his rebounds are <laughs> eight and a half here tonight. Uh
1: Terrell, the Boston Curse does live on, so we'll see. I'm not gonna uh back Boston tonight. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> feel like a good spot, but uh the Boston Curse does live on.
0: All right. Uh, before we get uh, into the second half of the games here, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor. That's going to be win bet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas, to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on win bet. Looking to get involved in the same game parlay, WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where Playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ross, we're also brought to you by Dave. With the holidays around the corner, you might be wondering how you're going to be able to make ends meet and shower your loved ones with gifts. Dave can help you get that out of a, get you out of a pinch and enjoy the holiday season. You know, we've all been in that situation where you know we've struggled a little bit. We need some extra help, and we're you know there's people out there that are living paycheck to paycheck and are struggling to make ends meet. And the holidays can be a really stressful time for you, but that's where Dave comes in. You can get your money sooner, so you can you can spend more money enjoying the holidays with your loved ones and not having to worry about much money uh, you have to get throughout the week. So, Dave is a banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. With Dave, there's no interest, late fees, or credit checks. There's more money to buy those last-minute gifts or catch up on bills without having to wait for your next paycheck. You can finally tackle those expenses that you have been stressing out about with any hang-up. So download the Dave app from the App Store right now to, or go to dave.com SGPN. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: So all right, who all, flops yeah. more? Marcus, who flops more? Marcus Smart, yeah. Braun, or soccer players? Soccer players. Yeah, this is
0: pretty. No question. <laughs> this is this should be like a thirty for thirty of flopping, <laughs> and ha- the art of the flop. As soon as they get inside that penalty box, everybody's flopping. Just wait till the later game today with uh, Neymar possibly playing. You'll see how much he he spends more time on the grass and actually running around on the field. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, Terrell. Next game is going to be an eight o'clock Eastern start. It's going to be the East Coast Rockets, the Philadelphia Rockets, headed to my part of town to take on the actual Houston Rockets here. Uh, this line opened up in favor of the Philadelphia 76ers at 6.5. That number has been bet up to minus 8.5 in favor of the road team here. Total opened up at 220. Um, that number has been bet up to 221. Also see some 222s out there as well for this game. Uh, looking at the injury report, the big news for the Philadelphia 76ers is that James Harden... Is going to be on track to play in this game here tonight against the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> of course, he is.
0: Yeah, we uh, we had Deshaun Watson make <laughs> his is. return against the Texans, and now we have. Don't ben get Harmon. me started
1: on that game. That was such a bad that that seven and a half was so free. It was so free. It, I mean, I
0: I know oh my gosh. I don't, at this point I don't think Kyle Allen is better than Davis Mills, but I think that's a conversation for another time. Um, Tyrese Maxey is going to be out for this game. He's still uh, dealing with the left foot fracture. Uh, Georges Niang is also questionable here tonight. Right foot soreness. Jaden Springer, also questionable here tonight with a right quad strain. So you'll at least have Joel Embiid. Possibly James Harden said he was on track to play here tonight. Uh, don't see Tobias Harris on the injury report either. P.J. Tucker back against his former team. Also DFV e. Milton against his former team. So... Um, Philadelphia Rockets and the Rockets score off here tonight, Terrell. Let's start with the side here, my man. Currently seeing the Philadelphia 76ers, an eight and a half point favorite against the Houston Rockets.
1: Oh, man. I mean, it's a lot that's going on here. Uh, First, the Rockets really, really bad, unless they're winning. Unless they're winning, they're really, really bad. And (laughs) what do I mean by that? Last five games, they have two wins, three losses. The two wins were – well, one was a plus one-and-a-half point uh, and the other was 11-and-a-half against the Suns. But their losses have all all come by margin. Two losses by over 11 to the uh, Nuggets and one to the Warriors. So when they lose, they lose bad. (sighs) I don't really have a play on – if I had to pick because I just don't feel – Comfortable with this Rockets team, even though I really, really don't like laying 76, uh, laying seven, eight, whatever the line is, laying all <laughs> laying all those points on the road with the Philadelphia 76. This Rockets team is just bad. So if I had to make a play on the line, I'm going to play the 76ers. However, I really, really think I like the total here. OK, total sitting at what you say it was uh, Two twenty one uh, right now. Yeah, 221, and I just got to think that with James Harden and Joel Embiid potentially back in this lineup, they're going to absolutely dribble the air out the ball 100%. (laughs) They're Like just going to sit there, and it's going to be slow possessions, and the Rockets do not want to run with pace. I think they only run with pace when the other team forces them, but if the other team runs a slow-paced game, they're perfectly fine slowing the game down, and I think that's my only question for Silas and how he's coaching his team right now. Why, with the pieces that you have, are you not trying to run the hell out of this team every single time you get out the court? Yeah. Um, That's very – it's questioning me because your half-court defense isn't that good. Your half-court offense is decent at best, but you get a lot more in transition. Last year, this team was, what, like second in the league in turnovers? Second or first in the league in turnovers last year. What happened to that? What happened to forcing turnovers, getting out in transition and putting up a lot of points that way? They're not playing like that this year. So I'm really, really curious on how the direction of this Rockets team is going. There's so many questions there. So for me, uh, if I had to make a play as the 76ers, but I really, really like that total. I think that the Rockets are going to let them slow down this game. And the 76ers are absolutely going to slow this game down.
0: Yeah, last year the Rockets were number two as far as pace, and they are number 15 (laughs) currently as far as pace goes. Uh, Do you think it's one of those situations here where we saw with Chris Middleton coming back after him missing the pretty much obviously the entire season um, up until the point where he did make a debut on Friday that James Harden is dribbling the basketball, and he's a little rusty and that way the Rockets can stay within this number?
1: Yeah, I I think I've been trying to figure out how I was going to play his return. And was I going to fade him? Was I going to fade somebody else? And I'm drawing more and more of a conclusion of let's just go back to fading Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris was really, really bad when everybody is playing on this team, because at that point, nobody cares about him anymore. (laughs) Like, no, like he just doesn't. Doc doesn't give him the love because Tobias Harris is the ultimate Papa Doc fan like the ultimate Papa Doc <laughs> fan. I tell you, all Doc has to do is go over to Tobias Harris and be like, hey, son, I really need you to do something for us today. Like, I really, really need you to do something. And Tobias Harris just sitting there looking at him like a like a, a son trying to impress his dad. Yeah, dad, yeah, dad, I'm gonna go out there and, and drop 30 for you today, dad. I'm gonna go do it. Like, I truly think that when Doc doesn't show Tobias Harris attention, that's when he starts sucking and he doesn't show him attention because he's got Joel Embiid, James Harden, and then he's gonna have Maxie back you know, later on this season, that's when Tobias Harris plays really bad. So uh, I'm very much considering just blindly fading Tobias Harris tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, I think this might be a game where Joel Embiid has a big game because uh does have, despite how great he is offensively and all the flashy moves that he does have, he does foul a lot. Um, and I think that Joel Embiid can get him into foul trouble. And after that, it's, yeah, Bruno Fernando. Okay, but I think this might be a game I'm looking at to back Joel Embiid somehow, whether that's on his points or whether that's on his rebounds here tonight. Mm -hmm. So that number is not posted yet because I think they are officially waiting for the James Harden news. He's been really bad rebounding recently. Yeah, and I think this might be the game where he, you know, he does, you know, Mm -hmm. have an advantage inside against this Rockets team where they really don't have that size uh, to really contain Joel Embiid. So that might be one prop that I'm looking at in this game. I'll trust Houston to stay within this number, and that's only because the fan in me is talking. This might be a (laughs) a get-up spot for them up against some of their former teammates or, you know, former guys that were on this squad Mm -hmm. um, in Houston. Uh, Anything else for this game, Troll? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's keep it moving here, my man. Three games left on the schedule. We'll go to the Miami Heat visiting the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, It's going to be 8 o'clock Eastern start between these two teams. Uh, Looking at the opening line for this game, Memphis opened up as a minus one-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, that number has now started to come down to minus 1. Start, still still see some minus 1 and a half out there in favor of the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Uh total up and opened up at 226 and a half. That number has been bet down to 224. Also see some 224 and a half out there. Looking at the injury report uh for both of these teams, uh don't see one submitted yet for the Memphis Grizzlies. They did play yesterday against the detroit pistons where they did get a double-digit victory john moran went absolutely nuclear in that third quarter for the memphis Grizzlies to propel them to that victory uh for the miami heat jimmy butler is officially listed as questionable uh for this game uh tyler hero is probable uh nikola jovic is out for this game duncan robinson is probable max truce is probable Kate Vincent is questionable, and also I think I already mentioned uh, Dwayne Deadman. He's also questionable here tonight uh, for this game. Uh, Terrell, let's start with the side here. Memphis, let's call it minus uh, minus one right now. That's currently on a win bet, uh, welcoming the Miami Heat to town.
1: Oh, man. Um, This is tough because you have – I like getting the heat as road dogs they just that's a spot that they just tend to show up in a lot mm-hmm. but i like backing this memphis team at home they're really really good at home uh i think that the it's really going to come down to this injury report for me and yeah. the fact that at least we have more clarity of what's going to happen with memphis and if steven adams doesn't play i think that that's actually potentially could be a good thing just because of how well they can play when he's off the court. Now that's going to force me to play Bam rebounds prop all the way up because I I think Bam's going to absolutely dominate the boards. It's going to be a really good matchup to see him and Triple J go at it today. But uh, yeah, I I think I'm back in this Memphis spot. I think I like them early. I think I like Memphis throughout the duration of this game just because of their their ability to just be able to get it done at home. And Miami's become a little bit more of a finesse team and where they're just kind of surviving some of these games and then they go into a different kind of mode late, late in games and get a lot of wins. But this team's been up and down for majority of the season, typically because of that injury report. I I don't think that I want to back the injury report here in another road game going to Memphis, you know, a non-conference road game, non-conference road spot for them. I, I think that I want to back Memphis here at home. Whoop, Detrick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I just want to see how many minutes some of the starters did play last night because I was leaning towards Miami in this game. Um, obviously of it depending on the injury report. Uh Morant played 37, sorry, 35 minutes last night. All the starters played at least 30 minutes last night, triple J 30 uh off the bench. Uh they only had a nine-man rotation yesterday. Uh Tillman played 18. Tyus Jones had 20 minutes last night. David Roddy played 24. Uh, I think if Jimmy Butler does go in this game, I want to back the Miami Heat here tonight. Um, I think this is a good spot for them. I think they have the obviously the rest advantage with Memphis yeah. being on that back to back. Um, they did kind of have to exert a little bit of energy to get past the Detroit Pistons, mm-hmm. and I think that you know maybe they're able to slow down John Moran and, and throw different bodies at him because after that, there's it's really a fall off without Desmond Bain in this lineup right now for the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't really trust Dylan Brooks at all. Um, but that's what's fun about Memphis is that yeah. you kind of don't know who that extra guy is going to be.
1: Like yeah. it's always, it's somebody different. Like we talked about how Miami has been guarding a three for majority of the season. Like who says Conchar just doesn't go unconscious and, and knocks three, four threes. It helps boost this team. Like they have so many different options that they can go to. And Ah, this this is a tough one. I'm not gonna lie. This is probably one of the harder games to handicap on the spread. Um, on the spread to handicap
0: for me today. Yeah, both these teams, you like you mentioned, not very good defending the three-point line. Uh on the season, Miami is allowing about 13.6 makes per game, and Memphis is right at 13, both ranked 26 and 27 in that span. Um as far as three-point defense and makes allowed. So uh, all in with Miami here. Away for that injury report. Obviously, the line is going to move. Uh, once, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy Butler is officially ruled in. I don't see props yet, obviously, for Miami side and Memphis side either, just because, like I mentioned, Memphis on the back to back. But I will mention, like you mentioned, uh, Bam Adebayo, he does have five straight double doubles against this Memphis team since 2019. Ah, uh, so it'll yeah, be something to look at if if it's maybe closer to an even price or even at a plus price for a Bam here tonight. Uh, Terrell, anything else for this game? Uh, let's uh,
1: let's go with Triple J's blocks. I think okay. Triple J's blocks can be pretty good because I I I just see Miami not trying to, not trying to expose them from three. Like, that's just not how they kind of play ball. Like, they, they kind of stick to their guns, even if they get the matchup. They kind of stick to their guns and not trying to expose teams mm-hmm. that are really, really bad against the three-point line. So I think that they're still going to try to go inside a lot, and that's going to give a lot of opportunities for Triple J, who can rack up a whole bunch of blocks in the first quarter, let alone a game.
0: Memphis is number 18 as far as defending the paint on the season. Miami is the best team uh, as far as defending the paint, where Memphis also number four um, in points inside the paint. So it'll be interesting to see you know, how they are able to generate uh, some points uh, for, uh, for the team with Miami being the best team that defends the paint, at least on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night, possibly the game of the night for a lot of the people uh, or maybe – NBA fans, and so that's going to be uh, the Phoenix Suns headed to Dallas to take on the Mavericks. Uh, this is going to be 8.30 Eastern start time. Uh, looking at the opening lines for this game, the Dallas Mavericks opened up as a three and a half point favorite. That number has been bet uh, down to actually minus three over on win bet. Also starting to see some minus two and minus two and a half pop up for this game. Total opened up at 221 and a half. That number has pretty much stayed the course at 221 and a half. See some 222s out there at a couple books. Uh, Looking at the injury report for this game, Phoenix did play last night uh, in San Antonio, but that was a blowout in that second quarter where they just came out and put the hammer down on Mm -hmm. the San Antonio Spurs. Just want to see how many minutes. um, I'll I'll look at that after I get through the injury report here. So not yet once a minute for Phoenix, but... For Dallas, uh, Christian Wood is officially questionable on the injury report. He is dealing with a non-COVID-related illness. Uh, Other than that, everybody is a go. Uh, Last night for the Phoenix Suns, they took care of the business against the San Antonio Spurs, 133.95. No starter played more than 28 minutes. Devin Booker. (laughs) led the team with 28 minutes last night. Uh, But they, again, like I mentioned, they just came out and took care of business against the Spurs. So I guess rest is not a a huge concern here for the Phoenix Suns in that road trip Hmm. from San Antonio to Dallas. It's not really a long one either for uh, the Phoenix Suns. So uh, travel, again, not a concern here. But a rematch of the playoffs last year. I know these two teams matched up earlier this year where Phoenix had to come from behind and win that game against the Dallas Mavericks. Mm -hmm. But Terrell... Let's start with the side here my man uh minus let's call it minus 3 that's currently over at win bet for the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Phoenix Suns.
1: Okay, so am I what what am I reading wrong? What am I why is this minus 3 Mavericks? Like uh home court? No. Do you think it should be more or less. What? They shouldn't be favorites. Okay. They shouldn't I- be- do you, do you really think that they should be favored over the Suns team right now? The way the Phoenix Suns are playing right now,
0: absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know they're at home, but nothing looking at how Dallas is playing embodes a lot of confidence in what their play is right now. They're not that great defensive team that they were last year. They still do the same thing where they pitch and hold the ball to Luka and then somebody just kind of gets open. Yeah, uh, THJ has been really, really good for them coming back, but it – This doesn't, this Dallas team doesn't feel like that they're that good at all. And for them to be three point favorites, like why everybody's betting Phoenix and I don't blame them. I don't understand his line at all. Like, I I truly, I'm truly dumbfounded. Like I looked at this and I was like, there's no possible way that they, like, I thought somebody was out. I thought Booker was out and they were saying Booker's not going to play. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it hasn't come out yet because they don't have to release the injury report. They played last night. They don't have to release yeah. an injury report, injury report. So maybe the Vegas knows something that we don't know, and they know some people are about to be out. And so they're putting mon- they're taking money in on the Suns as much as they can before the injury report gets released. But that's obviously what it has to be because this Dallas team is not that good. Like they are a very middle-of-the-road playoff team. They are not – the Suns are probably one of the best teams in the NBA. I mean, by, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't get this line at all.
0: Yeah, I look just looking at the, some of the ATS numbers here for Dallas. They are 6 and 15. Overall against the spread, they're 3-8-1 against the spread at home. Um <laughs> they are yeah, I mean the they they're don't get the, it. yeah, they're over team Phoenix, on the other hand, 14-9 and against the spread overall, 5-4 on the row. They're 2-0, a very small sample again, as road underdogs here, which they are tonight. Um, I just think this might be a spot, honestly, Terrell, where I think we see a Devin Booker 50-point game. So if,
1: if this is a trap and I die, because I'm falling into the trap. I'm telling you right now, I'm jumping <laughs> in the trap. If this is a trap and I die, I would like – uh to be buried in my Eli Manning 2007 Giant Super Bowl jersey. I would like to okay. be buried in that. Let me write this down. I, yeah, please do. Uh, so okay. I would like to be buried in that jersey um if I die. I need you to make sure that all of my ex-flings are not near each other at the funeral. So they're going to they're all going to come, but like just kind of, you know, somebody over there by Don't let anybody be near my mom cuz then the rest are going to get jealous. So Okay. Don't let anybody near my mom, but keep them all kind of separated in different parts. And please don't invite everybody to the after party afterwards. Like, please don't. Um, I feel like black is very dreadful. So wear white at my funeral if I die for falling into this trap of sons plus three. Uh, Wear white. (laughs) Kind of like I want to actually want it to be exactly like Wakanda forever. I want it to be exactly like that and like even have a mirror of me posted up like on the side <laughs> of the wall. And we don't even have to go in Africa to do this. You can go on Tidewater Drive in Norfolk and you can do this like that for real, for real. So if I die from falling into this trap, those are the three things that I ask of you.
0: Do you want me to put your Utah Jazz jersey over your uh, casket? Um, not oh, over the casket because
1: to... I feel like that's tacky. I feel like that's okay. a little tacky over the casket. But hang it up from the Raptors. Hang it uh, up from the Raptors. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll 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 do this. We'll uh we'll hang it up in the SGPN headquarters. Yeah. So if 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 it does, because I'm I'm sorry, I do not get this line at all, and
1: this could clearly be a trap, but I refuse, I refuse to bet Dallas minus three.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't. I mean, look, Phoenix has made me a lot of money over the past week two weeks uh i'm not getting away from it I, I agree with you so i might just have to be buried with you but um i like phoenix here i, I really do um three and oh as favorites this season
1: yeah i mean that's not as favorites uh, as, as underdogs, underdogs. yeah three and oh as underdogs this
0: season uh what else for this game let's get to the total here 221 and a half what do you think uh dallas sneakley's been overteaming this
1: season they they very sneakily gotten back to their overways and being an over team this season. Uh I mean the, the total is just weird. I, I can't look at the total objectively because the line is so off. I feel like the line is is about three, four, about four point, four or five points off. I think that the Suns should be like
0: minus one, minus two favorites here. So uh I will say this. I only think one of their matchups over the last one, two, three, four, five five six seven eight nine ten games has gone only twice over the total mm-hmm. uh of over 221 and a half here I would I would uh, I like playing overs you guys know that but I think this might be a more defensive more intensity playoff atmosphere type of game give me a Dallas team total under okay it's Luca right.
1: and nobody else today
0: uh that number is let me see if I can find it. One twelve and a half. Yeah, I'll take an under. When was the last time they scored that many points? In <laughs> I know they did it against New York, but that was with absolute nuclear in that third quarter. No,
1: but they I mean they did it against like the Pistons, Detroit, but yeah. Did that game
0: go to overtime? Or was that regular? Uh no, I don't know. All right, but what? yeah, whatever. But yeah, I think there's going to be a playoff atmosphere here. I think the, obviously the intensity is going to be up. We know both of these teams dating back to the mm-hmm. playoffs years last year. Um, you know, Phoenix is going to come into this game with a chip on their shoulder. They did play in that first game uh, mm-hmm. in the regular season where, da- uh, sorry, the um, Suns came from behind and got the victory there, Or mm-hmm. Dallas got out to a huge lead at halftime. But Phoenix outscored them 62 to 43 in that second half of that game. So. Phoenix, for both of us here tonight, Uh, Terrell's taking the under on the Mavericks team total, and Uh, and I like the full game under as well. KC,
1: the Suns are shooting 20.8 free throws per game. Last five games, that is 21st in the NBA.
0: Okay. All Uh, All right. Anything else, Terrell, for this game? No, I'm good. All right, last game of the night. It is going to be the Indiana Pacers. Uh, visiting the Golden State Warriors in the Bay Area, uh, looking at the line for this game, the opening line. Golden State actually opened up as 9.5-point favorites. Uh, that number has now been bet up to minus 11 in this game. Total opened up at 241.5. Uh, that number has been bet down to 237. Started to see some 236 and a halves pop up for this game as well. Um, the injury report, pretty clean. For the Golden State Warriors, there are two questionable tags with Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins for the Golden State Warriors. For the Pacers, they did play last night against the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, I know Tyrese Halliburton is going to miss Mm -hmm. this game and the next game for the Indiana Pacers, so that's a big loss for them. And Chris Duarte has not yet returned for the Indiana Pacers. So a little bit thin, they're having to rely on Andrew Nimhard and uh, Ben Matherin. As far as the backcourt goes for the Indiana Pacers, Uh, on back to back so far this season, the Indiana Pacers are actually three and one against the spread. They are three and one towards the over as well Mm -hmm. in those situations. Uh, On the road, six and six uh, against the spread, but we don't have a guy like Tyrese Halliburton. I think that may uh, play a big factor for this Indiana Pacers team. But Terrell, let's start with the side here. It's up to minus eleven over on Win Bet for the Golden State Warriors. We're thinking about this game. Huh. Well, the Pacers
1: have this going for them. The last time they played in, the, in this arena, they won. <laughs> and they won as 16 and a half point underdogs. So uh, that's the about, probably about one of the few things that they have going for them. I think that I'm just kind of on the props in this game. And I'm still in Golden State defensively think Ben Mather I think Ben Matherin can put on a clinic he's get he's probably still gonna come off the bench I don't think that that's gonna change but it's just his usage is gonna go way up in this game I think he's gonna have an incredible amount of usage and be able to put up a lot of points so uh I mean it's it's just a lane but lean it's just a lean but I'll uh go ahead and take Indiana plus the 11. But I'm I'm not I'm not betting the side on this game. I'm not interested in laying 11 with Golden State, even though they are you know been a lot better at home. And I'm just not interested in laying 11 on Golden State, especially with Andrew Wiggins questionable. That's really what it is for me. Like mm-hmm. if Andrew Wiggins doesn't play, I think that that's really gonna have a big impact on this team, just because what he brings them on both sides of the court. He's yep. been probably in my opinion, their most consistent player over the course of this season, if not one of the most consistent players in the NBA in terms of his production and what he brings to that team. So if Wiggins doesn't go, I think that's a really, really big loss. But uh, yeah, and that'll make me love Matherin even more after that. So yeah, I'll just, for the terms of picking every game, Indiana plus 11, but I really do like Ben Matherin today. I think he can have a really good game.
0: I just think there's a smash spot for the Warriors, kind of like Milwaukee. It's going to flex mm-hmm. their muscles against Orlando here tonight. Um, and just kind of looking, especially early. We know Indiana has just been one of those teams all season where they just dig themselves into a 10-point hole four minutes into the game. And when you're going up against a team like the Golden State Warriors, you can't do that. I know Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins are questionable here tonight. Mm -hmm. But if I still have Steph Curry on the floor, I still have Klay Thompson on the floor. Um, I I think there's, that's just enough for me to, for me to take the Golden State Warriors early in this game. First quarter minus three and a half. I think they will be up at at the, at the half two by double digits. Um, Indiana Pacers over the last five games in the first quarter, have a net rating of minus Mm 27.7. Golden State number two in that span. 26.6 26.6 plus 26.9 uh, in that span so uh and we've seen the first quarter where steph curry usually plays that entire first quarter and they bring in clay thompson with that second unit mm-hmm. um again definitely keep your eye out for jordan Poole or andrew wiggins in this game but at least in the first quarter i do like the uh, warriors minus three and a half uh probably look at their team total uh in that first quarter as well uh for this game um total here terrell Big number, 237. This number opened up at 241 and a half. But I don't know. I just don't think Indiana's enough offensively to put up a big number here. Even last night, they mm-hmm. only got 100 against um, the Portland Trailblazers. But mm-hmm. you any thoughts on the totals?
1: Uh, not really. Um, I mean, it's still a high total where I'm not afraid of playing an under uh, for the most part. But... <sighs> I think that if I want to play the total, I kind of want to play it how you do. And I just want to take uh, both teams go over in the first quarter. I think that indiana indiana can come out there and throw something different that the warriors haven't seen on film or you don't have too many games without tyrese Halliburton in this season and indiana can switch to rick carlisle's offensive genius they can switch things up a little bit and get the offense going a little earlier trying to make up for what they were doing against portland last night and we know with golden state how they get busy in the beginning of the games in first quarter and how their overs can kind of go so i think i can get behind a first quarter over but in terms of the entire game I really don't want to play it because you know one it just takes one bad quarter. Like that's the only thing. It takes one bad quarter. Yeah. This game could be trending over for three quarters and one bad quarter could send it under. So yeah, I'm I'm not I'm staying away from the full game total. So if I'm playing the total, I'm playing it early.
0: All right. Uh, and you mentioned Ben Batherin props. Uh, yeah, I can't argue against that. I think again, with Halliburton and Chris Duarte being out, it's really on the shoulders of Andrew Nimhard and Ben Matherin uh, here tonight for the Indiana Pacers. But any any other player props before we get into our lock and dog? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's get into our lock and dog for this Monday schedule in the NBA. Uh, I'll lead it off here, Terrell. Uh, I am going to go with the lock first. Uh, Let me take a look here. I know what? We forgot a game, Terrell, and that's my fault. Yeah, let me go back. So let's go oh, back yeah. to the Thunder and the Hawks. I uh, just saw that on my screen. So, uh, yeah, let's reverse back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so it's going to be a 630 – sorry, 730 Eastern start between the OKC Thunder and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this line opened up at minus – let's see here. Minus six in favor of the Atlanta Hawks at home hosting the OKC Thunder. Total open about 232 that number has skyrocketed up to 236 and a half in this game. Uh looking at the injury report for both of these teams here for the OKC Thunder, uh Kenrich Williams is going to be out for this game. He's dealing with a right knee sprain. Not sure if it came from that trip that Rudy Gobert gave him on Saturday night. <laughs> but other than that, a pretty clean injury report. Uh for the Atlanta Hawks, John Collins is actually out for this game. He's dealing with a left ankle sprain uh Justin Holiday is also out he's in health and safety protocols and DeAndre Hunter is also going to be out for this game for the Atlanta Hawks so some key pieces there with Collins and Hunter being out for this game for the uh Atlanta Hawks in this game Terrell but let's start with the side here Atlanta Hawks minus 6 hosting the OKC Thunder
1: Yeah uh Atlanta having a little bit of in the news a little bit lately talking yeah. about Nate McMillan Trey Young having disagreements of how they should be playing his shoulder uh it looks like he's playing in this one. No restrictions. They want. I think Nate McMillan wanted to bring him off the bench, and Trey said, "Fuck that." And Nate was like, "Well, you can either come off the bench or not play." And he was like, "Fine, I'm not playing." So, <laughs> uh, I think I, I, if they if the reports are right, that sounds like how it go, how it's went. And so, you're getting arrested, Trey. I'll say that much. You're getting arrested, Trey. But I'm not getting. I'm not getting away from taking this Thunder team as dogs with SGA playing. Like, <laughs> why am I getting, why am I getting, off? this has been a cash cow because yeah. not only have they been covering these games, they've been winning some of them. Like they've mm-hmm. been winning some of them and they've been getting some pretty favorable numbers here. So I'm not, I'm not getting off of this cash cow right now in the Oak C Thunder, which uh, SGA playing, taking them as a dog, even on the road here in Atlanta. I know Atlanta's a lot better as a home team and maybe I can get into Atlanta early and atlanta first quarter atlanta first half maybe i can get there on that and play play them like that but in terms of covering the spread i'm not really interested in backing atlanta here so i'll take the okc thunder i think that i think trey does actually come into this and have a pretty good game like trey young coming off rest playing in atlanta and it sounds like that they have they're talking about him in the news and the radio and stuff like that so add that into fuel to the fire let's have a trey versus sga good day yes sga points i'm not i can't i can't get off him he cut like it doesn't matter where they set the line he always covers it it's an auto he covers it
0: uh that number's at 30 and a half right now and i know he's gone what six straight games where he's gone uh over this number or at least scored 30 or more let me see here yeah last five games 31 30 32 31 and 33 so I think it's gonna be another one of those games where I think it's gonna even though the total has been bet up and we missed the opening number, mm-hmm. uh OKC has been the best team towards the over so far this season. Uh they are let's see here uh 16 and 7 to the over, 7 and 3 towards the over as road underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um and 7 and 5 overall on the road, I believe. So I still again I think we still uh, as we see points being put up. Um, I th- I want to play some type of rebounding prop for this game, and I'm not sure if Clint Capella is going to get the minutes in this game, just because uh-huh. they're gonna because Pokushyevsky is pretty much their starting center or their starting power forward because they, he's usually hovering around the three point line looking for his shot. So maybe a Kongwu rebounds or um, Jalen Johnson rebounds once that books do put that number up, because like I mentioned. DeAndre Hunter is going to be missing this game. So one of those two guys is going to be starting in his spot. So um when those props drop, I'll be looking at that. But yeah, look, this OKC SGA. If SGA is out there, you I just want to back this OKC Thunder team. There's no, there's mm-hmm. not much else to discuss about that, Terrell. So uh I like the over in this game. I'm with you with OKC and SGA props in this game as well. Just, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it, as the saying goes. Mm-hmm. Anything else for this game, Terrell? Uh no, no. I'm good. All right, let's now officially get into our lock and dog for this uh, Monday schedule. Uh, I'll lead it off here for my lock. I am going to go to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think this is, eh, they're going to outclass the Orlando Magic in this game. Magic just have not been playing great basketball right now, uh, dealing with injuries. Yeah. Um, with Wendell Carter. I know Mo Obama's birthday today, but again, this just this team just has not been very good uh, over the past few weeks here. Uh, Wendell Carter's missing. Mo Obama's actually questionable here tonight. Jumo KK is also out here tonight. So a lot of missing parts for the uh, Orlando Magic. So I just think that the Bucks come out and take care of business. I'll lay the mm-hmm. minus nine and a half uh, as my lock for my dog. I think we're going to have the same dog here, Terrell, but I just can't get away from it. Uh, give me the Phoenix Suns, plus 125 on the money line, plus 2.5 on the spread. Uh, expect a big game from Devin Booker here tonight. DeAndre Ayton should have some success inside against as well mm. with the lack of bodies for the Dallas Mavericks. Mikael Bridges had a great shooting night last night as well, so... This team just has that it factor. I mean, they don't have the big, sexy, glamorous names, but they just they play great team basketball. Do the Phoenix Suns, uh-huh. Dallas, like you mentioned, it's Luca, and then it's your guess on who's going to step up the next night and if they're going to make their three point shots or not. But I think Phoenix comes in with a chip on their shoulder in this game. They did play last night, but like we mentioned, they didn't play heavy minutes. No starter played more than twenty eight minutes. Um, and then again, the travel from San Antonio to Dallas is not very significant at all either. So I'll take the Phoenix Suns plus one twenty five on the money line as my dog here tonight, Terrell. All right.
1: For me, Uh, it's kind of an iffy slate. I like things. I don't like things. How do I want to do this? Um, Let me find a number on. It's actually going to go to the nightcap. And let's back Golden State and get them out of here early. Okay. And we'll go ahead. Because I do think that, I think there is a way that Golden State routes. It just I don't I don't like the closing. I don't like getting coming in at eleven. But I'll take Golden State at minus six. I see minus six in the first half. Golden State eight and two in the first half this season. The last ten games eight and two, and for at home that is eight and two last ten games. And you have the Indiana Pacers who are two and eight. First half against the first spread in the first half in the last eight game ten games so I'll go ahead I'll back Golden State here to kind of handle business early and then really just kind of call the dogs off towards the end of the game or maybe I'm just wrong entirely and they absolutely blow the doors off of them I like backing Golden State early I'll do that okay for my dog I'll let you have uh, Phoenix. Just know I'm in. The, I'm I'm there with you. I'm in the trap with you, 100. percent But all right. In terms of content, I'll let you have Phoenix, and I'll go. Let's let's go for let, let, let's go ahead and back OKC on the road. When okay. in doubt, when in doubt, back OKC as a dog. So two to one,
0: I'll take OKC money line. All right, all right. Just to recap, my lock Bucks minus nine and a half against the Orlando Magic, and my dog Phoenix Suns plus one twenty five against the. Dallas Mavericks for Terrell. Golden State early. First half minus six against the Indiana Pacers. And then his dogs OKC. Plus six uh two to one on the money line against mm-hmm. the Atlanta Hawks here tonight. All right, that's gonna do it for this edition of the NBA gambling podcast for this Monday schedule in the association. Terrell, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, buddy?
1: Yes, I just want to say that. I don't know why I woke up this morning or yesterday morning and I was just thinking that, man, 80 is going to have 41 today. And, you know, I don't know what made me say that. I talked to my friends and I told them and I was like, yeah, I just feel like 80 is going to have 41 today. And it was like, Oh, all right. And you know, when I was watching the game, I saw him get 41. And I said, Oh, well you might as well go for 55. And then he did it.
0: So <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'll wait for tomorrow on your what your prediction was. Uh, you could tell. Uh, yeah, yeah, was, you, know. you know what your prediction was on <laughs> SGA having fifty points tonight or whatever. Yeah,
1: I thought. Yeah, I woke up saying SGA is gonna have uh seventy today, and you know. <laughs> When he got seventy, I was I like, just "Well, even- you might as well go for the record and go go, go for a
0: All right, that's gonna do it for this Monday episode of the NBA podcast. Uh, make sure to what follow. What if SGA out. really dropped seventy today? <laughs> uh, that will be one hell of a night. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SGPN NBA for the NBA Pod account. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, make sure to do so. You'll know when we're going to go live every single day for the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, so make sure to do us a favor. Subscribe, uh, like, review, leave a comment for us on Spotify. Uh, we are on Spotify. I know a lot of people listen to their music on Spotify. So do us a favor, subscribe, write, uh, review, leave a rating for us on Spotify. It really helps us grow the charts. Um, hey, matter of fact, matter
1: of fact, if yeah. you listen to us on Spotify, if you're on Spotify, listen to us right now, do your Spotify rap. And if we're in like the top... I'm going to say three. People are going to get why I say three, but I'm going to say three. If we in your top three on Spotify rap, uh, add us on Twitter. Screenshot it, put it on Twitter, add us, or like send it to us somehow if you don't have Twitter. I don't know. Figure it out. But uh, do that, and tweet it we'll, have a, we'll have a little contest, and maybe we'll send you some merch. Yeah, yeah. We, we will send you some merch. So we'll have yeah. a little contest, pick a winner, and we'll send you some merch. So uh, definitely appreciate all the love and support y'all have for the
0: show thus far. Yeah, 100%. Alright, follow Terrell on Twitter at really real underscore underscore. Follow me on Twitter at sports nerd eight two four. Till then, good luck with your picks. We'll be back tomorrow as usual for the NBA gambling podcast. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it.